by the last man standing with loserpool.com. As ever, I am your host, Harry Simu. And on today's edition, I'll be giving you an update on Alexander Lacazette. The latest on Nicolas Pepe will be talking Sami Kadira and whatever else uh, springs to mind. So stay tuned. Hello, good evening. We are back with another podcast, another live stream. Lots of positive feedback uh, about this format. Uh, So we're going to carry on with it for a little bit and and let us know what you guys think, of course, in the comments section. Don't forget to hit like, subscribe if you're on YouTube, if you're on Twitter, hit the RT button, hit the like button. Uh, If you're watching us on Facebook, don't forget to leave us a comment there too. Uh, But let's start off by talking about Alexander Lacazette. Now, Alexander Lacazette uh, picked up a knock yesterday during the Emirates Cup. We spoke about it on uh, last night's stream. We spoke about the fact that Unai Emery did say in the post-match press conference that it was nothing serious. Um, And as far as Arsenal were aware, uh, it was just a sprained ankle. We're not, you know, we've not heard anything from the club definitively, but today, earlier on today, uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, uh, put up a uh, post on Instagram whereby Lacazette was training uh, in the Arsenal gym without that protective boot. So that's a really, really positive sign. Uh, it looked like he was doing something for his arms or, or something like that, but it doesn't matter. The main thing is uh, that Alexander Lacazette was able to take part and do some training um, and was able uh, to take off that protective boot. So that's fantastic news from an Arsenal perspective. So it seems... It's not that serious after all, but we don't know if uh, Alexander Lacazette will travel uh, to the two remaining preseason games, which uh, is Angers away um, in France on Wednesday, and then we play Barcelona uh, in a friendly on the weekend. So it remains to be seen whether Alexander Lacazette will be involved in those games, but we'll have to wait and see. Now, this man, Nicolas Pepe, has been linked with a move to Arsenal heavily over the last few days. Uh, We've not heard uh, anything further um, in terms of concrete stuff. We've heard that Nicolas Pepe um, has agreed to join Arsenal and that Arsenal were the front runners because they were the only ones willing to meet the agent's demands. Um, We've also heard that this deal is one that's structured over a number of years. We believe it's structured over five years. And that's why Arsenal can afford it. Now, um, Vinay and Raul were very quick to say that that 45 million budget talk didn't come from them. Um, They were very adamant about that. But what I will say is it doesn't necessarily mean that Arsenal do have more to spend up front. If you look at the big deals we've done this summer, Danny Ceballos has come in on loan. William Saliba uh, will be joining up with us next season, although the fee is just under 30 odd million that is believed to be a structured deal too so that is why uh, we are able to make these transfers Nicolas Pepe uh, seems a more financially viable option than Wilfred Zaha why because Lille were willing to accept it over a five-year period Um, that's what we're led to believe I think James Ben just said the same uh, earlier on today Um, so that's that's where we're at Nicolas Pepe it is a better option for Arsenal, A, because in my opinion he's a better player, but B, because the the financial terms that Lille were willing to accept uh, were a lot 
easier on Arsenal Football Club and fit in line uh, with the way our finances are at the moment. So that's the latest on that. Nicolas Pepe is set for an Arsenal medical this week. That's what the the latest talk is. That's what uh, Sky Sports are reporting as well this afternoon. Now, another story um, that for some reason has gathered quite a lot of pace uh, today and I don't know why, is one involving this man, Sami Kadira. Now, the Juventus star was at the Emirates Stadium yesterday. He was at the Emirates Cup um, tournament. He was sitting there watching the game. It's believed he was invited because he's friends with a number of players, etc., etc. And then he was in London and he, he wanted to come along. Um, but, of course, Unai Emery was asked in the press conference, could Sami Kadira be on his way to Arsenal? And Unai Emery was very, very quick to shut that down. Unai Emery said... I've been here, uh, this is going into my second season and I've heard about Kadira joining us three times. So Unai Emery um, being very clear that there is no talks ongoing with Sami Kadira. But some reports have surfaced today suggesting that we are and I'm not sure where those have come from. So I'll take those with a pinch of salt at the moment. Uh, let us know your thoughts on uh, all the things discussed in the comments section below. Going to head over to some of your live comments coming through now. Let's have a look. Uh, Hendon Guna, good afternoon, evening Harry, how you doing mate? Um, big ALS, 11 liked. Uh, Tommy O'Donoghue, great timing, just turned on the internet. <laughs> Glad we can be of service. Uh, Sky Sports News said Emery said it was precautionary. Uh, Emery, I was in the press conference and Emery said that it wasn't serious. He didn't say that it was precautionary, uh, you know, in as many words. He didn't say those words. What he did say was that, um, after a discussion between him, the player, um, and the medical staff, they decided uh, that it was best Alexander Lacazette uh, didn't take part in the rest of the game. So I guess it is precautionary, but Unai Emery's words, uh, you know, given his English is a little bit um, skew with at the moment, were kind of going saying that, but in a roundabout way. Uh, David Moore, Harry, can Pepe play centre-back? I bloody hope so. <laughs> um... Let's see what else we've got. What centre-back should we sign? This is a really, really difficult question and a question that's come up a few times uh, in the last couple of days on these streams. A lot of people are talking about this man, Daniele Rugani from Juventus. Um, he's a player who Arsenal are being heavily linked with at the moment. Rugani uh, said to not have progressed as they expected in Turin um, over the last year or so. Uh, and of course, Juventus went out and, and splashed uh, money on uh, Matthias Delict from Ajax. So what does that mean for Daniel Rogani? It does mean that he could be allowed to leave. Whether Arsenal will be that destination, I don't know. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Rogani, though, you know, don't people, don't let people, sorry, pull the wool over your eyes. Rogani is not a top-class centre-back, and I say that because I've seen him play on numerous occasions. He's not the right man, I don't think, for Arsenal. Will he improve us significantly? Is he better than a Rob Holding? I'd say no. And that's kind of the problem that you've got because, you know, I'm I'm one of those people that always says, you know, we shouldn't rely on the likes of uh, Rob Holding, etc., Callum Chambers, because they're young and experienced. But I think Daniele Rugani is the same. And I think that he's only highly valued and highly rated by many because he's at Juventus. And Juventus traditionally have a very, very strong defence, but he's not part of that. Uh, for me, he's a bit of a liability and I wouldn't be 
over the moon if Arsenal were to sign him, I've got to be honest. Um, but that's just my opinion. Um, hopefully we can get someone with a little bit more knowledge on Rogani over the next couple of days uh, to come on and help us out uh, with that. Let's go back to your comments. Um, da -da -da, I David Marr again. I agree, but we won't be buying a centre-back if we buy Pepe. Well, not a world-class one anyway. I agree with that. Um, you know, how much can we possibly spend in one summer? Just being well done for getting your press credentials, Harry. Thanks very much, mate. Really, really appreciate it. Um, and as I always say, without you guys tuning into the podcast, reading my work, then that wouldn't have happened. So a massive thanks to every single one of you. Uh, Marky, GTI, too much reliance on Laka and Oba last season. We need goals from other areas as much as we need a centre-back. I agree with that. Um, it was really interesting to see how heavily reliant we were on those two players last season. And I think... Uh, that bit us in the arse a little bit uh, during certain periods of the season. Right, that brings us to the end of today's uh, stream. Oh, we got one more question coming through. I'll, I'll quickly address that. Uh, sick note. <laughs> what a screen name. Uh, coming through via Periscope. Any news on Tierney? Great show. Kieran Tierney continues to be linked with a move to Arsenal. But as far as I am aware, Arsenal have not gone back with a third bid. Arsenal have made two bids as confirmed by Celtic manager Neil Lennon last week. Nothing further has happened since then. It's said that Celtic want £25 million up front for Kieran Tierney. Arsenal were only willing to pay um, £18 million with £7 million, uh, up f uh, in add-on Sorry, to add to that deal. So it's understood that Celtic are not budging at the moment. And... You know, the longer this one goes on, the, the more difficult you feel it's going to be for Arsenal to get this over the line unless Kieran Tierney kicks up a stink. Now, Kieran Tierney is a Celtic man through and through, and I'm not sure that he would do that. I'm not sure that he would go against the fans, go against the club, etc., um, you know, and, and force this move through. So in which case, I'm hopeful that we can eventually come to the agreement and maybe Arsenal are looking to get some other things wrapped up before they commit to Kieran Tierney but if we're talking about a seven million pound uh, shortfall in what we want to pay and up front and what Celtic uh, want to accept then I feel like if Arsenal really do rate this player and want to get this over the line they should uh, should make it happen uh, one more comment before we wrap up uh, you know what, there's a few more. Let's go for them. Let's carry on. Uh, Hangul Noor, is it possible to still sign Zaha? Not if we sign Nicolas Pepe. Um, I think that that would be stretching the transfer budget a little too far. But Wilfred Zaha must be fuming. He asked to leave. It wasn't, you know, uh, allowed to happen. Uh, not for the fee that we were uh, looking to put on the table. Anyway, it looks as though Everton are in the running for Wilfred Zaha too. Everton... If he goes there, is that a step up for Wilfred Zaha? I'd probably say no. Um, so it remains to be seen whether Wilfred Zaha actually wants to join Everton. We know he wants to leave Crystal Palace. But if Arsenal are indeed going to sign Nicolas Pepe, I can't see both happening. Um, the Mr. Arsenal podcast. Do you think Willock will have a bigger role in the team than what we are expecting? I think Willock will get more opportunities next season. I really, really do. Um, I think Willock, as I said yesterday, is in contention to start up at Newcastle because there are certain players that, of course, you know, were involved in international tournaments over the summer. Perhaps their fitness levels are not quite where they should be. Uh, Ace on Unique 05 says, keep up the good work, man. Amazing videos and reviews you make. 
Thank you so much, my friend. Really, really appreciate it. Big thanks to everyone who's tuned in live and those uh, watching or listening back on the replay, uh, whether it's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, whatever, uh, Twitter even. Thank you so much to every single one of you. And we will be back very, very soon. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow unless any news breaks in the meantime. Take care.